government, the schools, you name it. Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? What's up, family out there? You listening? Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and in light of the recent events, your continued support means everything to myself and my employees. To thank you for having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding. Get my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98. In this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding, including MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping in while quantities last. Please order now. Coming to you live from behind enemy lines in Chirac, Illinois. Another day in the life of us. <laughs> uh, so I literally just had a quick, um, delicious ham, egg, and cheese uh, 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 scrambled eggs. Um, literally as I was pressing play. So I'm just kind of sitting down and going through all my stuff. Uh, another day in the life. Of me, uh, where you wake up in the morning, you get that swift kick in the nuts. And then really from there on, the rest of your day is, is pretty good. But uh, at least you start off, you know, um, getting things much better than where it started. Right? That's the way I look at it. All right. How are you guys feeling today? It's great to see you guys out there. I'm hoping that you guys are doing okay from the uh, from yesterday. Uh, there was a lot of um, information given by President Trump, and he did a great job of uh, of highlighting not only his accomplishments from the past, but his plans for the future. And, you know, a lot of people take take President Trump kind of as a grain of salt, you know, when he speaks and he says things. And, and because he is uh, a lot of times, um, you know, he's a marketing genius, right? He, a lot of times he's he does speak in kind of code or or he's uh, doing something that for a reason that is not on its face value, right? So a lot of people look into that stuff, and it's always fun to um, to hang out and, and kind of analyze President Trump and watch his marketing genius do its thing. Uh, he he really is one of the best out there at um, at bringing attention to things. Um, and, and getting, getting the media spotlight put directly on him. And it's pretty impressive to watch. 
it, it's really one of the most impressive things to watch out there is to watch as he just makes everybody dance. <laughs> it's pretty, you gotta love it, really. I mean, he, he can play, not only is he a master of playing the mainstream media, he is an absolute master of playing MAGA. Just like a freaking fiddle, man. He's got MAGA wrapped around his little finger like, like you don't even want to know. Um, <laughs> there was a joke there, but I'll leave it alone. Um, he, he's amazing. He really is. And he's, he's the future of the party and he's the future of the movement. And, um, so all the rest aside, all the, all the drama aside, all the emotion aside, there was plenty of drama, emotion and the rest last night. And it's, um, you know, it does, it says a lot about, our view as Anons, I'm going to call all you guys Anons, all right? You guys are all honorary Anons from now on. I don't know, and I know very few of you by face, by name, by hug, by by handshake. I know very few of you that way. It's an honor to meet all of you and to give you that hug and handshake, but but you're all Anons in, in, in my view of things, right? I don't, I don't personalize what I say during my show or at least I try not to, right? I, I try not to direct it at the person. I try to keep it with the information. The problem with with our society is so many people, their identities are wrapped in their realities that they've created. And, it, and it's, it's part of this red pill thing journey that I've gone through personally. You know, you can, you can call this all a, a simulation. You can call whatever you want to call it. But there, it's very clear that people live in their comfort zones and they don't like being taken outside of that comfort zone of, of, their, of the reality that they've created for them. Liberals are, are, the, are the most obvious example of those things. But there is no shortage of MAGA who also live in a comfort zone that they've created around them. They don't allow the empirical evidence and the, the, the uncooperating information or the things that, that uh, point to their ideas of reality. They don't allow them to factor in to what they see or how they calculate, um, you know, their views or their opinions on things. And it's a very frustrating part of the movement that, it, that I've worked very hard at developing my discernment showing you why in my thought process about why I think the things I do, not, not just giving you a, a meathead opinion and telling you to believe me. I just give you my perspective. And from that, your perspectives in chat, your questions in chat, the way chat reacts, responds, or, or, you know, communicates in chat. I get a lot of feedback from that. And when you're live, you know, that feedback can kind of derail you or it can, it can help guide you or, or most of the times because of the way that we've uh, called the herd of our family, so to speak, of our uncensored family, most of you want to add to the discussion, want to bring more perspective or questions and ideas and perspectives that maybe I didn't think about or somebody else didn't. But there is a certain segment of the Anon community that is not interested in 
listening to different ideas and opinions, they are more interested in expressing what they have learned from somebody else that they think is a great idea. And the thing that gets missed in chat is people in our chats are, are kind of anonymous, right? So they will, they will throw ideas at me in chat or others in chat, you know, like this new Brunson Supreme Court case. It's garbage. It's not going anywhere. You can choose to believe that I've done the dig on that Brunson case, that I've spent, spent the time digging through it. It actually took me about two minutes. That's usually about what it takes me to dig in on something to see if the veracity of it or see if there's more there to it. Should I dig into it more? Should I share it with the audience? As an example of that, that Brunson Supreme Court case that all of a sudden got dropped on everybody yesterday. is like, hey, did you see this, though? Look at this. That's an example. I will tell you that I, that there's no veracity to it. It's not going to go anywhere. It is what it is. And you can take my opinion and say, Abe's probably saying that without just speaking out of his ass. <laughs> Abe probably looked into the case a little more, decided that he has sees this case as a piece of garbage for what it is and is trying to help guide the audience or guide the person who's asking the question about it with what I, the research that I have done. But so many in our, in our, in the non community or in the influencer community don't do that due diligence. They are often the biggest accounts and the red check accounts. They don't take that two minutes to look into something before just puppeting it back out there like a good little robot. And if the way that I have tried to bring these ideas and bring this thought of a, of creating your own little reality around you as MAGA. You're, you point fingers at liberals. You point fingers at everybody else. But in your own world of reality, you're not doing your own due diligence the way we have been trained as Anons. And I say trained. Yes, we went through, we went through an advanced school of research, digging, questioning, throwing it up against the wall, asking somebody else to, to poke holes in it. That, my friends, is the foundation of this movement. If somebody presents information to you in a way that, gets, that, 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 you, that you get an emotional reaction from it and then just write them off and say, I don't want to hear it, are you really doing are you bringing more positive and 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 I lost my train of thought. Are you are you bringing more to the table or are you are you causing harm to the table? Are you are you helping truth be told, vetted and the best information be brought forward by the influencers out there or are you just going through the motions of just retruthing it back out there because somebody else that you like or agree with in your own confirmation bias, you've decided that they have good information. When Q told Anans, you have a responsibility 
be careful with this power that you have been entrusted with. It's interesting to see how that the little things like that, the lessons that were taught to us by Q that are very important for this community. The MAGA movement and this this bigger movement is not about kayfabe narratives. You can sit there and talk about narratives till you're blue in the face. There are narratives on all sides, but that's not the point. The point is, what is the truth? What is, what is the vetted information that should rise to the top regardless of personality, likes, dislikes, confirmation bias, or any other ideas? Especially when it comes to money being involved. So I've, I've tried to bring this through five years of, of going through the, the amazing fun that the whole Q movement was. And I've tried to explain to Anans over and over and over that they completely are missing what Q was intended to do, what it actually accomplished, and what it's going to continue to accomplish. And for some reason... I can't break through to the to the bigger Anon community. They don't want to hear what I have to fucking say. And I don't give a shit. I honestly do not care if I have 50,000, 100,000 followers, 15,000 views, and $1,000 a day in income. I do not give a shit. What I will continue to do with this amazing audience that is out there right now listening to me just babble what I will continue to do is try to bring you the ideas and the topics and the things that are important in our world that I think are important to talk about. The work John Patel Patriot did on the devolution theory and the, and the information around it is extremely relevant, very important to understand. So is the information that denies the reality that there is no such thing as devolution happening right now. That's important too. I don't, I don't make money off of, off of telling you that devolution is not really in play right now. I've tried to gently guide the audience and, and explain to them why it is not. I've tried to show people that there's a certain amount of reality in our world and empirical evidence of the things that are happening in our world around us that clearly tell me that President Trump is not in control of our, of our country right now. That, that, that very simple reality that President Trump is not in control of our country right now should be the foundation of, of all of your theories and ideas and perspectives out there as well, shouldn't it? Shouldn't that basic reality be the foundation of where you where you process information and see information around you? Or do you just deny reality that they stole an election right in front of you? Do you just, you choose not to believe that Biden won, therefore he's not actually president, and therefore President, President Trump must still be in some way in control. 
the bigger pictures of our intelligence agencies and the powers that be in our country is something that gets misunderstood, misexplained, and and just just turns into a shiny object that misses the bigger picture of our country. This country is a blessing from God that is not going anywhere. We are, we are not going to witness in our lifetime the end of the United States of America as we know it. 95% of you out there agree at the foundation of, of who you believe you are. 95% of you out there believe what I just said. There's no way evil's taken over this country, and there is no way that our Constitution and our civil rights as a, as a sovereign citizen are going to be taken away from us in our lifetime. Boom, dead stop, not going to happen. Now, the options to stop the radical left and China's influence on America are very few when it comes to me and you. So many people look around and go, okay, I've been listening to this guy for five years. He's, he's pretty much on point about how bad things are for a long time. That scares the living shit out of me. And I don't really want to face that. <laughs> I don't want to have to actually face that it's really freaking bad. So I would rather look for a hero or a, a, uh, an idea that doesn't make it, that makes it more palatable for me to, to, to understand the realities of our world and to get us through this. It's easier to put our, in our hero culture, it's easier to seek out a hero of some kind to come save you than it is to look at what in the hell can you and I do to fix this shit. It, it seems so helpless when you look at everything that we have learned about the realities of our world, which are important for everybody out there to learn. Forget about the Q side of it. Just, just the realities of the world that we live in. I got a Klaus Schwab article I'm going to read here in just a minute if I can get off my freaking soapbox here. It's very, very, very frustrating in this world to go through all this journey with you guys and watch as it's not jealousy, okay? It's not jealousy. It is to watch as the most fantastical ideas and, uh, you know, presentations of information so well done and so well presented that... It forces you to come to a conclusion with something. It's like, how can I deny that the foundation of all of this must be Jews? So therefore, I hate Jews. And then you just get focused on, for instance, then you just get focused on that. And then you miss, you're, you're wrapped up in that. And then you forget about like, okay, where, what, what are we trying to, what is it that I can do again? Is the thing that I can do just uh, re-truth and, and blindly share ideas and things just because it's somebody's idea? Or is the foundation of what we're trying to accomplish as part of MAGA and this constitutional movement of Tea Party patriots that is much bigger than President Trump? 
the foundation of that is truth. Empirical evidence, one objective truth, period. That's it. There's no your truth, my truth. There is one objective truth. So I hope that the virtual bitch slap that President Trump gave Anans last night, the upside the face reality of where we are as a country right now, finally resonates with those out there that are more wrapped up in the narratives that they've created that have become their identities. I hope that President Trump shows his leadership skills to this community. They remember the most important, one of the most important Q posts ever in that you have a huge responsibility. Be careful with the power you've been entrusted with. I hope that resonates from President Trump's speech last night with our community. He spoke to a much wider audience and to, and to the conservative alliance yesterday about what he was going to accomplish. And we're going to cover Joe's summary of that in just a moment. But can this be that lesson for us as a community? Personalities aside, the way that I have talked or exposed people aside, forget all of that. Can the lesson be there is one inherent truth? There is one objective truth. That's it. Everyone over there at the foxhole.app has said, all right, Abe, uh, shut the fuck up already. Um, appreciate it. Uh, but, uh, do I have it in here? Did I put it in yet? I didn't put it in yet. Shit. Up. You've reached your limit on talking. Shut the fuck up. All of that said, I freaking love everybody in this community. I love all of you. I love your thought processes. I love the way you process information. I love how you present information. I love everyone in this community, man. There are, there are personalities and people who have done harm, more harm to the cause than good. Maybe this is a time where President Trump's leadership can guide them a little more into what we need that will help. <laughs> All right. Foxhole.app, pill.net. What's good, fam? It's good to see you guys out there. Just informed media's live right now. Hats live right now. 412's live right now. Based Amy, Mr. C, Wage War, uh, the Monica. There's a new one I haven't seen. The Monica J show going live just now. Ballots are not votes. I agree. Um, a great group of patriots over there live right now on pill.net, the foxhole.app, all kinds of perspectives, ideas, them. information, different personalities, music, chill sessions. 
great people, great patriots. Do me a favor. Tell somebody about the Foxhole.app. Tell someone about Pill.net. Make yourself an account over there. If you want to help support streamers, it is the best platform to do so. The vast majority of your dollars goes to the to the to the streamers. Excuse me. <laughs> goes to the streamers. I'm still trying to quit smoking. Um, goes to the streamers, not to the platform. Every other platform, including Rumble, all of them, take a huge cut of your money for themselves. And if you want to help support streamers, please pick your favorite and help in some kind of way. A cup of coffee once a week. Something like that. Help them because in this fight, in this battle, <laughs> the best ideas don't always succeed. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Do me a favor also, hit that uh, red pill button over there, over there on the uh, pill.net app, and that helps, uh, you know, helps everybody see you know, what's going on out there, and it shows that you uh, appreciate what's going on over here. So thanks, guys. Everyone over there, I appreciate you guys working your way in here. Texas Girl brought a bond, bronze subscription. I'm working on getting my subscription stuff going, too. I'll get that going here in the near future. I got... Money issues in the meantime. Karen, thank you for the cookie. Who cares with 145 gold pills? Some people are so thick. Yes, brick walls talk back. <laughs> it feels it feels every day like we talk to brick walls, does it not? Ben Q. Lurk and JC Bird in the house. Sir, God bless you. Thank you for the coffees yesterday and the kind words, man. I, I, I try to not offend the person. I try to stick on the information, but... Man, it's just the way it is with me. You know what I'm saying? It just kind of is what it is. So I appreciate that you get that, J.C. Bird, and I appreciate the, everything you do for the uh, alternative media community, the the everybody out there that is that is trying to get through this battle together, man. appreciate you very much, and thank you for the coffees yesterday and the shades today. The Abolitionist puts another cookie in the rant box. Rant on, brother. Thank you, The Abolitionist. God, appreciate you getting that door, as always. Take care, brother. I appreciate you being here today. Khaleesi and Ricky Bobby with the can. You guys are, are uh, dropping the gold pills on me like crazy today welcome in everyone over there at the foxhole dot Toria Khaleesi uh bitch Toria said shut the fuck up already <laughs> uh Karen Harris in the house much love obviously she's she's uh <laughs> yes I'm drooling again I tell you J Alicia great to see you out there who cares and who else I missed a bunch of you, but I'll, I'll check in with you guys as the show goes through today. Bro, what's in the house? Sis, what's in the house? God bless you guys. Joe, great job last night, bro. I know that was a long stream for you, and um, you did a great job yesterday. And the audience that you uh, that you held yesterday was quite impressive. I just will say that. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was checking in on all the other streams out there, and you kept a steady audience for about six hours last night, bro. That is not easy to keep a pretty steady audience for that long. A lot of them checking in back out, but a lot of them stuck the whole time. Great job yesterday, Joe. If you haven't followed the Average Joe Patriot, check out 10 Central. Everything he does out there, he is, uh, he is my Padawan of discernment, and he is probably one of the best out there. So there you go. Much love, bro and sis. Good to see you guys out there. Dolphins in the house. When when Abe has been reserved, when has Abe been reserved? Ah, uh, well, you know. Um, I I I I said I attempt to. <laughs> Rumble crowds in the house, Chris. Thank thank you for dropping all the links out there, Glenn, as well, and all of the lurkers and listeners out there. Thank you, Rumble, for being here every day. Much love and God bless every one of you, Patriots out there. Hit that plus button for me, please. Help share the stream with somebody out there, and thank you for being here very much, everyone else out there on Twitch. 
and Cloud Hub, Tiger Network, Facebook, all of you great patriots out there. Thanks for being here with me here today, guys. Several of you still following in from yesterday. Thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate the finale. He's live right now trying to catch a hammerhead. I think I, th I think I just saw him catch a black tip, though. So uh, if you guys haven't checked out Fineo Live, thank, thank uh, them yesterday for the raid yesterday. That was very kind of them. Dropping a bunch of new followers and subscribers on me in, in the great community of the fishing community that I absolutely love. God bless those guys out there. Appreciate them very much. Z Patriot, am I open to paid travel? Absolutely. I've been traveling for about two years now. Um, I am I am open to pretty much anything that falls into my lap at this point, man. Anything I can do for this movement, if it's if it's part of this movement, I I am willing to do pretty much freaking anything. If you haven't noticed, <laughs> uh, I am I do not like sitting on my chair, on my couch, on my phone in social media. That is the least favorite thing of this that I really ever want to do. So yes, I am always open to anything, brother. It's great to see you out there, Rocket Man Drums. You've been you've been hanging out for the past few days past week thanks for being out there thank you very much jane i hope all is well much love and god bless you thank you for being out there black hat destroyers in the house much love i uh, appreciate you being out there today jc bird is out there as well chris patriot lady great crowd the, the the kawasaki kid thank you for the uh for the kind words on on truth as well man you know it's tough dude i don't i <laughs> Sometimes I think it's, it's, I, I'm the one that's counterproductive, <laughs> but so the feedback that you guys give me, it means a lot to me because I, I don't want to be that divider. I don't want to cause more harm than good, but it just gets so, it get I, I just, it gets so frustrating, man. I know you get it. Um, let me just highlight a few of the things out there on truth today, and then we're going to hop into, um, a very unprepared show today, but I got some good stuff lined up for you guys today. But um, let me um, let me just highlight a few things on my truth. Mark Fincham, I have not conceded. We all know why. That's all. Uh, so there you go. Um, it is rigged, and more more to come from Arizona, and I still think there's more to come. I hope from Pennsylvania. We'll see if it's just changes. Jay Bell, thank you. You're, you're you are so kind. God bless you, Jay. I hope you're having a good day today. God bless you. Um, that court case that is going around that everyone's talking about, again, so remind yourself who are the ones that you felt misguided you, okay? Who are the people out there that that you've been listening to that are your favorites? Who are the ones that helped misguide you? And then ask yourself, should, should you continue to even bother giving them your time at all? Or should you give others more of your time? Let's put it that way. What do you got for, what do you got out there for YouTube? Bro? If you've ever been lucky enough. Oh, the aircraft carry one. Yeah, that was pretty cool last night, bro. I was watching that uh, while uh, lurking all the other channels out there. I was multitasking like a maniac last night. <laughs> uh, I hung out with uh, the locker room with Belushi and um, uh, Shit Show. Who else was out there? Um, Belushi, Shit Show, Salty Nuts, and a bunch of others who are just, you know, they're pretty much about fed up with everything. Um, so I did my best yesterday, bro, to, uh, you know, on that side of the house to to just point to the bigger pictures of things that people need to understand and see. And I think we did a good job of that last night as a team. Um, so it was a great discussion with those guys last night. Um, Denise, great to see you out there. I hope all is well. Cross the pond there. How is the tea today? Uh, let's see. Uh, you and Red Pill. 
That's why you're here, Karen. I gotcha. I appreciate it. Um, I don't know where even where to start today. I have a completely d- d- unorganized grab bash the group of stuff today, <laughs> but I want to get through it all. Uh, let's see. Where should I start? Oh, I need to start here. Yes, I'm going to go crypto, but not how you think. Please listen. <laughs> Please listen. This is not a crypto discussion. This is a red flag for all of you. Thank the fallen. Thank you for the ship, brother. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you as well. Um, I'm going crypto, but not in the way you think. We, we talked a little bit about the reactions from this FTX thing and how I was trying to explain that there's much more to this that's that seems to be purposeful in the way that it's happening. And the person that benefited from that is a Chinese multi-billionaire. <laughs> it's kind of kind of an important nugget with all of the FTX scandal, right? The crypto side of it is also important because um, crypto as well as the stock market have been a joke. Um, in fact, um, Bitcoin's at 16.5 today. So it's still pretty much staying right in, the, in that trading range. Anyway, point being, the, the things that we talked about as part of that discussion was they are pushing into a one world cryptocurrency and the the United States Fed and China are the two competing one world future ETF slash cryptocurrency that is going to hate and great to see you as well. That is that they're going to try to force down the throats of the population and they already are. And the foundation of what this really is is a manipulation of the crypto market for the purposes of regulation that will enable the Fed to compete against the Chinese push towards a one-world cryptocurrency. This is one of the most important things coming, coming our way that we must fight against, raise awareness about, and have people to understand what the Federal Reserve is trying to do with this, not only that, but how that could turn into a one-world currency through Chinese control if we don't raise awareness of what it really is. So the side of the discussion is not necessarily a crypto discussion, but there are three articles that if you're involved in crypto, if you want to understand more about this ETF thing and why it, um, you know, why we should be well aware of it at the very least. We should be knowledgeable at what ETF and the push for a one world digital currency is. And we should try to raise as much awareness to people out there that they, they don't allow themselves to get wrapped into this ETF trade. There is so many people out there. I think I got that to all the different platforms. If I missed one, let me know. Um, there's three articles. There's that one. Here comes programmable dollars. New York Fed and 12 banking giants launched the digital dollar test. Now, this was presented by the alternative media community as... Um, the, the end of our, uh, the end of the dollar, the crashing of the, our economies and the beginning of a Nassara style, uh, new future for America and our world, the doom and gloom. That's part of this. This is a test. This is a, a simulation of some kind by the fed that should be like, holy shit, they're doing this already. They're, pu- they're pushing this by the end of this year already? Why? 
Well, the reason is, is because they believe that they need to get the Fed to start pushing into this ESG and this one world digital dollar. The Federal Reserve Board's risky ESG battle in Spectator. I think I, I misspoke a second ago. ESG, not ETF. Here's the second article on this front that, again, you don't have to know the deep depths of all of the, all of the, what it all <clears throat> means necessarily. And uh, the Epoch Times had one that I'm, <clears throat> that I'm not going to share, but it will create vast financial instability and foment more to distrust in top banking institutions. That's really all you need to know. But the bigger picture of it is, is scary. It's very scary. Despite growing opposition to environmental, social, and governance, ESG investment practices, government agencies are colluding with big business to mandate the assessment of climate change risk in financial assessments. Now, yes, this is presented as ESG, environmental, social, governments, play, pay to play. If you don't play the game with regards to climate change, then you are, you are opted out of any kind of investment. If you don't, if you don't uh, change your company's uh, um, energy uses to abide by global Paris Accord climate change uh, guidelines, then you don't get the investments and you don't get the, uh, the, the benefits of the, the powers that be, so to speak, right? So they, this is how they force companies into playing the game of climate change risks, of climate change. But it's not just climate change. They use this for social issues, such as transgenderism, pedophilia, and forcing stuff down the throats of our children that they shouldn't be paying attention to, such as the over-sexualization of our children. They use these same kind of things of this ESG to force corporations to play the game. And the problem with this is, this is not our government that's doing this. This is not our, our the DC, DC is, is, is cooperating and making sure it happens, no doubt, but this is the Federal Reserve that's doing this. They are the ones that's playing that are are picking winners and losers based on an ideology. It's pretty freaking scary. And and so the foundation of this ESG is going to be wrapped into this digital currency push for a one world currency or the replacement of the US dollar into a digital currency. This is the foundation of why this is so important. I just wanted to make sure that I just expressed that out there, not so much as on the crypto level, but the misinformation about this digital dollar test and all of the other stuff out there just is cre is creating fear in in you know the crypto community and misinformation and understanding why this is important. The, this push towards regulation of crypto is, is the foundation of them pushing us into a one world currency. And that, that is the story that needs to be told on that. All right. Let me uh, transition from there. Quarter, 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Thank you guys for the feedback out there. I see it and I appreciate it. Much love and God bless you guys. I hope you guys are having a great evening out there today. Whoops. That's not what I was trying to do. Don't forget to bookmark the website though. I didn't even talk about that yet. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I see you guys having uh, enjoying the conversation with each other out there. Great to see you guys out there. J.D. Rich in the house, great to see you. Much love. I hope all is well. Season Pixels 
is another, uh, I'm not going to call him my protege, but, but, uh, someone in the community who I've watched grow, um, he's done, uh, he has done his fair share of, of information digs of trying to present information to a, you know, an audience that I clearly can't reach. Um, and probably never will be, will be able to reach, but as part of this community, I, I talked about Joe, I talked about other season pixels has been, you know, one of the ones that has been trying to present as much information to you that's out there in the day and just let you decide what you think is important or not. You know what I'm saying? He just gives it all to you. And is this your first, um, I don't know if this is your first season pixels, but this is the first that I've seen. And he wrote to this last night and I think it's worth reading. Take ownership of your mind. Don't set yourself up for misery. Season Pixels, 15 hours ago, check it out. Throughout my time participating in the spiritual and political war, I have found myself trapped in periodic episodes of absolute depression and disillusionment when things didn't happen the way I had hoped or thought. This severely undercut my resolve, dedication, and morale, and indeed caused me to take mental steps back that decreased the quality or vigor and the enthusiasm with which I fought for what I know to be right and against what I know to be wrong. <clears throat> the sheer disappointment with which I inwardly responded to negative world events only spawned hordes of pessimistic nihilistic thoughts, which poisoned my effectiveness as a digital soldier. I am writing this piece to warn everyone of falling into the same trap that I have many times and to offer a better way to go about this fight that involves maintaining level-headedness and emotional fortitude. Since I only recently became a fully conscious of this damaging vicious cycle of self-deflation, I feel it's necessary to start with an example that is fresh in my mind and indeed in the minds of all right-thinking Americans, the midterm selections of 2022. Starting not long before the elections, the entire mainstream media was talking about a red wave. The left was talking about it and flipping out. The right was talking about it and the air was electric with, and it was celebratory bravado. Practically nobody was talking about election fraud. Democrat politicians expressed fear. Republicans talked about uh, talked of their plans. Everything you saw and heard on the internet on, and on TV was programming your mind to expect a Republican supermajority in the House and the Senate, and the and the end of the Democratic governor's reign over blue and swing states. It was as if nobody in the country could remember what had just happened two short years prior. The most blatant election steal in the history of the United States had occurred against a president who outperformed every modern American president just by the sheer fact that he actually cared. And then what happened? 2020 replayed. One by one, important election wins were stripped away while machines malfunctioned. Voters were turned away. The cameras were turned off. The election officials blathered about onesies and twosies in the moving of the goalposts to a slimy prostitute on CNN. Hell, one gubernatorial candidate even ran in the election as a secretary of state as if that wasn't a blatantly corrupt move and the most textbook example of conflict of interest you could possibly conjure. In response to this, because of the bloated expectations and the forgetfulness of roadblocks and the premature celebration, the energy on the right went from electric to downright dismal as people started to realize what was actually unfolding in front of our eyes. We were told that we were about to be given a life-size Ferrari cake, but we ended up receiving an almost expired moon pie with McLeadership's face airbrushed haphazardly on the wrapper. <laughs> nice pixels. 
Imagine how different things would be as far as attitude and resolve had we just hoped for the best and left the expectation bin in our brains empty. We won the House. We fired Nancy Pelosi. President Trump says she's off to another country. Interesting, isn't it? Of the candidates that President Trump endorsed for this this cycle, the vast majority of them won. We did this despite the fraud machine spinning at record RPMs and their best efforts to scare the country away from those crazy, dangerous, extreme MAGA Republicans. We need to recognize it as the massive win that it is because our expectations were fed to us by the very monster we are up against. They want us depressed. They want us as a movement divided. They want us in a constant state of fear and anger and hopelessness. I haven't read Sun Tzu's Art of War, but I would be surprised if there isn't an entire chapter on doing that to your enemy. There indeed is. Demoralize your enemy. They, of course, ran this psychological operation against us because they, as always, are trying to kill President Trump's political career. Currently, they are doing everything they can to pit us against each other and engaging in a gag-worthy courtship with Ron DeSantis so they can split the Republican vote in 2024 and hand the election to whomever they drag out there. People who gained some of our trust by coming out in support of President Trump quickly dubbed Conservative Inc. showed their true colors. Mental side note, they are not to be trusted, respected, or propped up as potential political candidates, and there is a reason they are still on YouTube, despite their right-leaning stance and popularity. Well said. Conservative Inc. exposed for sure. Fast forward to tonight's announcement by President Trump at Mar-a-Lago, and you see the same damage unnecessarily be inflicted on the morale of our movement. There's a lot of people out there that will tell you what you want to hear, Many of them believe what they are saying. I'm not calling them liars, but what I am calling them is unjustifiably optimistic and very, I'll add, very irresponsible. They told you the Space Force ran a sting on election fraud and that it was going to be announcement announced tonight. They told you that President Trump was going to announce a new political party. They told you that the midterm elections were going to be redone. They told you Trump was going to confirm he's Q+. He already has done that, by the way. We They were wrong. None of it happened. And if you believe them, you are disappointed. The only reason you are disappointed is that you believed them in the first place. And that's what I'm trying to communicate. This movement has a lot of great people, but being a great person doesn't make their predictions true. And it doesn't make their predictions helpful. From now on, be careful with predictions. As you can see, they just... They can be just as damaging to your morale on a full-on psychological attack from the enemy. Instead, take control of your own thought process. Take things as they come. React productively. Realize that while sometimes people get lucky, nobody can truly predict future events. Do what Q always told you to do. Think for yourself. Do your own research. Use discernment. And when you get knocked down... Realize the importance of what we are doing and stand the fuck back up. He said, get back up. I'll emphasize it. (laughs) This opportunity to take stock of what led you to feel disappointed, of what set you up, the polls, hot takes on social media, Gavin Newsom fearfully saying he could feel a red tsunami coming. Great act, by the way, you corrupt waste of oxygen. 
Lend them less credence the next time they tell you the storm is upon us. Trade predictions for a sober, sober analysis of a presently unfolding events that comes from you. Find reliable news sources bereft of opinion and figure out whether or not you believe what you are being told for yourself. President Trump is running again. At this point, there is absolutely no turning back for him. Our enemies in the GOP and Conservative Inc. have outed themselves and have painted a target on their backs. The next two years will be the most important years we have lived through since the beginning of this great undertaking, and none of us should have any notion of backing down, giving up, or reducing our movement to a nihilistic pity party of despair and defeatism because that is what they want. If we give them what they want, we will be handing them the undeserved victory. Take ownership of your mind. God bless everyone and never give up. Period. From Pixels. Instead of just randomly highlighting people's substack, not analyzing the information in said substack, not looking into it a little more for yourself and deciding if it's something that you agree with or something that's worth sharing with others or something that, uh, you know, has, has more information than just a, a, a pretty headline. Instead of that, maybe find substacks like Pixels right there who are giving us maybe a little extra to think about. Maybe not that all everyone agrees with, but maybe something that's worth food for thought. Season pixels with some absolute fire in his in his first or is it his latest? I'm not sure, brother. I don't uh, I don't know if you launched four months ago. So you've done several. There they are coming soon. Um, thoughts on the current state of the nation. He continued prosecution for President Trump. The only making him stronger from August 18th, and then the new one today. So he's got a few out there. Uh, hopefully, we'll see more from pixels going into the future. Great stuff, brother. Keep it going. Keep it going. All right. Last thing before the uh, top of the hour is how secure is it really? What the hell is going on in Maricopa? Plenty of you have seen the reporting out there. Plenty of you have done your own digs. You've seen what the hell is happening. It is yet, but that's just another stolen election right in the face of the American people. Can I have eight minutes of your time, please, as we go through the top of the hour, and then I'll hang out with you guys for a little bit, and then we'll get to the everything else we have here today. Check this out.
stack of one, two, three, four, five, at least five. For the podcast, check the video about uh, 58 minutes in. Uh, we're watching as a string of cars goes to a Maricopa County drop box on video with a timestamp of 11-3-2022 at 11-26-57 a.m. We're watching as people drop stacks of at least five in hand over and over and over, car after car after car, four in one hand, five in one hand, ten in one hand, six in one hand, over and over and over, eight minutes of it. fucking second what was that cop pulls up you got you got people looking like they're coming together to offload the dropbox one two three four two men and two women standing there looking like oh there's another in here unlocking the box bent over so five people standing here right this guy's unlocking the bottom of the box it is 7.03, what time does that timestamp say? 7.03.34 p.m. The polls close in Maricopa at 7. Is there somebody out there in Arizona to remind me? 7, your local time on 11.08. Is that when the polls close? Because this is 7.03.34 p.m. Did the, uh, did the polls close in Arizona at 7 or was it 8? I'm trying to remember in Maricopa. You got five people sitting here, three minutes after the, I believe the polls closed because they're, they're unloading the boxes, right? Emptying the boxes in the last minute vote. Yeah. So now watch what happens. This cop pulls up and what's this, this, this girl in a, in a, uh, with her hair up in a halter top 
Walks up last minute. See this? Is that 8 p.m. in Arizona? 8 p.m. in Arizona? Okay. So why would they unload the Dropbox an hour before the polls? Why wouldn't they wait until after the polls close? It's 7? Sean Joe, it's at 7? I think it is at 7, if I remember correctly. So this girl in a, in a, with her hair up in a halter top, skinny-looking girl, walks up. Right there in her hand, she's got a, a handful of, uh, of ballots. Has a little discussion with, uh, with the lady over here. And then dumps them into the box. Walks away. What the fuck is that? I mean, th this is at 704. So, Shanjo, are you are you 100? It, was it at 7? Did they close at 7 in Arizona? I mean, that would make sense, right? 10 Eastern, so 3 hours would be 7, right? In Arizona? Maricopa, I believe that's right. Or is it a two-hour time change? But why, you know, why would they be, you know, emptying it before the polls closes, I guess is what I'm trying to question. Anyways, Arizona's three hours. Okay, so yeah, seven, okay. right about where I'm at too. Go fuck all you fucking people, man. Can't win fair and square. Can't win ideas. Can't win in a debate. Can't win any, with any kind of solutions. Can't win on anything. They've been losers their whole fucking lives. So the only thing that they've come to, uh, to appreciate is how to fucking cheat to get ahead. That's that's the reality of these of the establishment in America. Only care about power, only care about money, and only care about themselves. Please, 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 please share that far and wide. Great to see you guys out there today. I hope all is well. It is the top of the hour. <laughs> uh, and now I see that. Um, my 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 amazing followers on Truth have have decided to have as much fun as I do on Truth. <laughs> it's great. It's great to see you guys having fun out there. Um, 
<laughs> Amanda and Victoria, Texas girl, <laughs> Connie. <laughs> oh, you guys are hilarious, man. You guys make it fun. If you, if you can't at least have a smile from something in our world, then what, what, what good is life worth living? <laughs> hey, why don't you just stop trolling? If you aren't interested, keep moving along and shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Why can't y'all just have a little fun? <sighs> All right. So I'll get to this in the top of the hour. I'll get to I'll I'm trying to prepare what I want to do for the next hour, next hour here. Um, I appreciate you guys very much. Nana's out there. King's Path. Drew's out there hanging. Drew, God bless you, brother. Thanks for those kind words, man. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. You have no idea. In Sean Joe Vetmore, who cares? Khaleesi, the fallen one. Liberty Bells, Vetmore in. Uh, let's see. Who else is out there? Texas Girl, thanks. I got the tag. Titties and beer in the house. Good luck on that in your life. I wish you the best. <laughs> thank you, Texas Girl. <laughs> and Sean Joe and everyone else out there lurking and listening today, guys. Thank you all very much. God bless you all. Sean Joe, the fallen one. Jay Bell, Ricky Bobby, Khaleesi, the abolitionist, JC Bird, Ben Q Lurkin. Who cares? Karen Hare and Texas Girl. Thanks for the new sub as well. Much love. 9545 gold pills today. You guys are. You have no idea what that does for somebody like me. No idea. Hang 10's out there lurking and listening and working as well. God bless you, brother. I hope all is well. King's Path 2022 midterms, Republican totals 50 million, Democrat totals 44 million, 5 million Republican seats won, plus 9 2010 midterm. King's Path, well said, and I also did do that dig. I was, um, but the bigger picture of that dig too is only, uh, what was it, like a total of 101 million, I believe it was. Um, for the 2022 midterm versus the 2018 midterm had like 116. The 2016 midterms had set an overall um, voting record for midterms that hasn't been matched and probably won't ever be matched again. Says a lot about the Q movement and the rest too. But don't talk about that. But anyways, the vote is way down compared to 2018. That was frustrating for me. If the vote had been anywhere near 2018 levels, we would have had that red wave in my opinion. Bitch Toya, thanks for the cookie, and I need a snack after watching that. I hear you. Sean Joe, thanks for the cookie as well. Anytime you need me, just DM me. Drewby, thank you, brother. Appreciate you very much. Um, and uh, thanks for thanks again, man. AJ Sanchez, if they're going to have to drop boxes, why not fire stations, military clubs, VFWs, and churches? Excellent point, AJ Sanchez. If we have to play the game of Dropbox game and we can't get them removed, I think, let, let me ask you a question. If we, if this election just, if this just keeps going the same shit over and over again, and we just watch as this gets, this happens, but we, we remove Dropbox and mail-in balling from the United States of America permanently. Is that a, is that a, a win you're willing to take? <laughs> we'll see what we can get accomplished, man. We'll see. Vetmore's out there as well. Prayers for pills running short, but uh, always on prayer. Never on prayers. Thank you for that. 
Excuse me, excuse me. Um, yes, the pra- the prayers more so than anything, my friend. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Mean a lot to me more than pretty much anything else out there. Thank you very much. Dr. J. Blazer says there's sellouts freaking everywhere, Abe. I know. I know. It's all about the dime, man. Think about it. If you can make $1,000 a week, would you? what would you do for $1,000 a week or 2000 a week? <laughs> there's, there's a lot of money to be made out there by just... Spewing a bunch of crap. Share the season pixel substack. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yorkshire Amanda. Hey, Abe decided to ditch a few red checks and followed you instead. You can never have too much common sense. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate your feedback. And, you know, that's what I'm looking for, man. Not necessarily just to follow me, but to help help me get it right. Don't expect me to have all the answers. None of us do, but help me get it right. That's what we're trying to build here. Much love. Thanks for being here today, Amanda. I appreciate your feedback on truth as much as very much as well. Uh, once was I was w- told once that I was, I was open-minded to be conservative. I replied, no, thanks. I'm just here to get my kids. <laughs> uh, hand-counted ballots does not guarantee a fraud-free election. I'm with you. Um, there has to be checks and balances on it. But um, step one, uh, let's let's get rid of the machines and let's let's come up with another another way, right? Uh, we may not have all of the answers, but um, but whatever we have right now has to be blown up into a thousand pieces. Let's start there, and then to come up with a new way. DJ Camps out there lurking and listening as well. JD Rich says a third of Fetterman's Pennsylvania votes were mail-in ballots. Go figure. Yep. If we can get Pennsylvania and uh, all of these other states to end mail-in balloting, then then we may we might have something there. We might have something there. Who cares? Said the senator got two hundred thirty-six thousand votes. The secretary of state got two hundred forty-three thousand votes. The AG got th- two hundred thirty-six thousand votes. The treasury got two hundred thirty-three thousand votes. Uh, the super got two hundred thirty-four thousand votes. And uh, anyone find it interesting? That there's different totals for each position, some not even close. I find it extremely interesting. Who cares news? Because I do not find it likely that somebody voted for Carrie Lake and then voted for a radical left secretary of state, for instance, or a radical left AG. Somebody didn't vote for a radical or a, you know, a MAGA candidate AG and then not vote for Carrie Lake. That didn't happen. I'm with you. All right. One more quick one for you, and then I'm moving on from this crap. Bobby Biscotti, Bobby Rizzi has it all figured out. Anyone that thinks Trump didn't know what is happening right this minute on truth would be sorely mistaken. What do you think is betrayal where a letdown to you is a mind game for the enemy? If you don't uh, have a counter move to this, you're sorely mistaken. He's playing 4D chess at 40,000 feet, and he quotes clandestine, of course, because clandestine has the greatest, most fantastical ideas out there. And then from there, it starts the discussion of this. This Supreme Court docket that is decided to be shared among everybody out there. <sighs> Brunson versus Adams et al. and the respondents, the petition of writ for century, state of appeals for the 10th Circuit Court. And if you go through all the stuff, you look at the present that the facts presented and the legal systems quoted. And the persons in their capacity tied into the lawsuit, and it will take you approximately 30 seconds to look at this and go, okay, I, I could file this tomorrow, and it will also be thrown to nowhere. So, 
they present it as there's the this case that's going to be the removal of a sitting president, vice president, and Congress for treason. Pence is on the list as well, which means the National Guard is ready. Now, Keke, do you love with 10,000 followers? I don't know much about you. You have a very pretty face, so there's that. So I simply... She then puppets this. Also, our National Guard has been out of their states and out of the country since Trump's executive order because Derek Johnson put together these executive orders. And since he's tied into intelligence agencies, he clearly has all of these things figured out. And if you don't pay attention to what Derek Johnson is telling you, you're a fucking idiot. I simply said and asked her because she follows me, please stop sharing Derek's garbage. Thank you, and have a great day. I'm trying. I'm taking different angles at trying to deal with these things. Can you just please stop sharing that? Hope all is well, and have a great day. And the response I get is, it's not garbage. I've followed military flights for a long time now. We have the National Guard out of their state and other states flying out of National Guard bases also to other countries. Sorry, you don't like facts, but the fact is Derek is right and you can't change military law. That's not training. They have to be activated and still are to this day. That's why Monkey Works tracked them out of the bigs to ail over every state. Try reading the laws in the Law of War manual, you fucking moron. Well, Miss Pretty Face, <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you how much of an idiot you sound like. No offense, but reading that out loud, I now have lost more IQ points than listening to What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Shit. Don't. You button. Bobby had words to say on this. Bobby said, hey, why don't you stop trolling? If you're not interested, keep moving along and shut the fuck up. 
It's not garbage. I followed military flights for a long time. We have the National Guard out of their states and other states and flying out of National Guard bases to other countries. Sorry, you don't like the facts, but the fact that Derek is right and you can't change military law, that's not training. They all have to be activated, and they still are to this day. That's why Monkey Works tracked them out of the bigs to all every other, every other state. Try reading the laws in the Law of War Manual. Then I get the, hey, here's to your day. And then I get... And what makes you the judge? Who? What makes you the one who knows garbage from truth? What have you done or do? Just curious how you judge others, man. Free Beaver says this. Remember Rex 84? Yes, I do. I seem to recall talk about continuity of government programs like that spawning the shadow government now called the deep state. It'd be nice if this could all get mopped up in a few years, but it's a big, dirty swamp. Agree we should test our hypotheses against available evidence and use critical thinking, not just accept loose connections as proof of anything. Decodes make me cringe sometimes, to be completely honest. Now, regarding devolution, I think of the band Devo every time it comes up. It's it's those it's the response like that that I, that is worth every second of the bullshit. <laughs> every second of the bullshit. Come on, the Houston Chronicle, go fuck yourself. All right, sis. Thank you for this one. Protesters remain livid over 2022 midterm midterm election results. Issues in Harris County. Harris County is a freaking joke, man. They don't blame them. Harris GOP uh, held a press conference on the midterm elections investigation. Good afternoon. My name is Cindy Siegel. I'm the chairman of the Harris. Can't be too fine. Can't be too coarse. This my friend is a science. Daddy Crab, love you back, my friend. Thank you very much. I appreciate that very much. Uh, Thirty-five minute presser today. Um, we so this is the type of environment that, that Cindy has been talking about, that Andy's been talking about. Um, it's, it's extremely hostile with transparency because for four hours. Yeah, indeed. It's a freaking joke. I've spoken to judges who, who, who said I asked for technical support and I never saw a technician, Tatum said. My call center tells me they dispatch a technician because I can't track a technician with the system they, that I have. I can't tell you what happened. After Mr. Tatum wrapped up his update, the commissioners went head to head. Mr. Tatum, you need to have a town hall because unless we're willing to listen, we'll never fix it. Yeah. This isn't the first time we've had problems with the election. This isn't the first time we've had problems with this machine to play, to play like we're, well, we're going to listen and people write all this stuff down. I think we need to do an audit. In fact, we need to do an audit of the election and I'm calling for that. Not for political reasons, but for obvious reasons. We have a problem in Harris County. While the press and the pundits are predicting a giant red wave, uh, it didn't happen. And I know you were somewhat miffed by my, uh, my Shut the fuck up. Texas didn't play well, but they seem to Fucking play idiot. well enough nationwide. 
Stephen, I think simply O'Rourke was just the wrong guy, and the GOP had the wrong candidates in some of the other key races across the nation. Look, in Georgia, it seems that Kemp beat Abrams with crossover votes that just didn't happen to cross over and help Walker in the Senate. Sure, race. yeah, I think that Hillary Clinton was right. Pro-choice vote voters were mad across the country. Paul Ryan is right. There's some Trump fatigue out there. No, there's not. Democrats Paul Ryan's a, a fucking job. idiot. So are you. Goodbye. Voters, and we'll continue to. I'll give them long enough to, to show them being a fucking idiot. Uh, Commissioner Ramsey, I remind you to check your sources and your facts before you share. Uh, County Judge Lisa Hidalgo replied, Be careful what you say, sir, because that kind of fear that you're continuing to encourage is not just theoretically dangerous, but it's a real-life concern. And you can see it well played out today. So far, officials have not indicted, indicated any evidence of widespread fraud, but Tatum would not accept any questions from reporters after the commissioner. We are a transparent organization. There is nothing for us to hide, said Tatum. We have an elections plan. We follow the plan. Some of our plans didn't go as anticipated. Uh-huh. Just a glitch and then giddy up. We are currently contacting every judge, assessing their opening and closing sources, their ballot paper, and technical issues encountered on Election Day. And so again, now that people are finally watching and open to the realities of our garbage elections in this country, people are standing up all around the country and trying to bring more awareness and to bring more attention to auditing the mess. Uh, dozens of protesters allege, without evidence, widespread fraud in Harris County elections. Of course, the Houston, Houston Chronicle does a very good job of, uh, well, you know, spinning the narrative there. Nothing to see here. Nothing, nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> Thanks, sis, for that. Protest over there in Harris County, Texas today. That's great to see. More of that, please. More, please. Truth Social. Your Windows app is a piece of fucking garbage. <sighs> you guys in, interested in a, um, what, what is I would think would be a good story today? 53 dogs remarkably well after a plane cr uh, carrying them crashed on the Western Lakes Golf Course in Waukesha County, Wisconsin. A plane carrying three people and over 50 dogs crashed into the Western Lakes Golf Club co golf course in the town of Delafield on Tuesday morning. Lake, Farty, Lake County Fire and Rescue responded to a call of a downed aircraft around 9 a.m., according to Assistant Chief Matthew Hertner. First arrived uh, five minutes later, found a twin-engine plane on the third hole as heavy snow conditions hit the area. Club manager Jason Holtz told the journal that uh, a few staff members were performing maintenance on the course a few hundred feet away when they heard and saw a plane coming down. It was a, I was uh, in a building up here and didn't hear anything, but there was a couple of employees working on the course that heard the plane coming down and witnessed it hitting the fifth green, crashing between two trees, going through the marsh another hundred feet through the second hole fairway and onto the third hole where it uprooted another tree and came to rest. In total, skidding around of a few hundred yards. And ruining a nice golf course. <laughs> Kidding. I can only say that because the wings of the plane flew off. 300 gallons of jet fuel flew out all over the place. And somehow, nobody was injured. 
I'm just happy they were able to help in any way, they said, as obviously because they were there on the scene, they got people there as quickly as possible. The plane was uh, flying from New Orleans to Waukesha to deliver 53 dogs, the Humane Animal Welfare Society of Waukesha. Three adults were also on board the plane, were assessed and treated on the scene before taken to a local trauma center with non-life-threatening injuries. <laughs> Amazing story. You know, I mean, call it what you want, man. Call it what you want. But uh, another harrowing crash. And, yeah, there has been a bunch of them around the uh, the country. <laughs> hey, Royal Orleans, dogfight? Yeah, right. Could be. But nonetheless, uh, an interesting, um, you know, kind of a good news story today. <sighs> Whether or not you are on the Trump train 100 or not, whether or not you like President Trump as a person or not. And then finally, whether or not you agree with his policies or the things that he's accomplished or not, that shouldn't matter on this discussion. Because if you are tuned in to the uni party system and the establishment of America, then the last few days you got a spotlight shown on the establishment themselves. The people who kind of are play the middle road game. You know what I'm saying? They have a lot of positive things to say, but really at their foundation, they're just establishment. So forget about your never Trump or Trump ideas. Forget about that. Just open yourself to the idea that the establishment had a spotlight shown on them over the past few days, and that is the counter move that President Trump was able to accomplish with this. The Never Trump fraternity parties on. The results of the midterm and Donald Trump's rhetorical incontinence have emboldened the anti-Trump faction. Roger Kimball with another article today in Today's American Greatness. Can I get a couple minutes of your time to read it to you? Is Peggy Noonan back in the driver's seat? The title and argument of her Wall Street Journal column Thursday made me wonder, maybe Republicans will finally learn, she intoned. Explaining in a subhead, if they aren't serious about policy, they'll nominate Trump in 2024 and lose a fourth straight election. By Peggy Noonan, I don't just mean that particular columnist, I mean the generators of the narrative tout court. As, paid a, as a paid-up member of the establishment, excuse me, Noonan has long been a Trump opponent. If you have your finger in the air, you know that's exactly why the way the wind was blowing. It happened in a nunce. <laughs> of course, never Trumper speakers have been blaring that message since 2016, but someone flipped the switch and the other bank of stereo speakers suddenly came to light, sprouting the same message, the horrible org. Donald Trump lost the midterms for the GOP. Not only that... He said disobliging things about two of his possible GOP rivals, Ron DeSantis and Gleg Youngkin of Virginia. Be done with him. I happen to be a fan of Ron DeSantis and Youngkin, 
both are talented politicians and credible future GOP presidential candidates. But having witnessed Donald Trump's inventory of epitaphs for his Republican rivals in 2016, Little Marco and Low Energy Jeb and Lion Ted, I am not really surprised that he is homing that, honing that rhetorical sword. Some people think it happened all of a sudden or a week or two back. In fact, it has been developing for some time. Do I like it? Not really. But no one who has watched Trump over the past six years should be surprised. We, do, we don't know whether he is running in 24. Well, now we do. Probably he'll announce on Tuesday, but yeah, he'll run. The establishment thinks so, too, which is why you cannot turn on the news or open a newspaper without encountering warnings that there is a serious GOP pushback to the idea. The dump Trump meme, active since he won in 2016, has acquired new energy following the midterms. Well, we promised a mid-wave, it didn't materialize, but it must be Trump's fault. Was it? 93% of the hundreds of candidates Trump endorsed won their primary contest in 2022. 80% won in the general. That is a far higher percentage of Trump's of wins for Trump's endorsed candidates than ever before. For example, in 2018, only 60% of the candidates he endorsed won in the general election. In 2022, prominent Trump endorsed candidates like Ohio's J.D. Vance and North Carolina's Ted Budd won, despite being vastly outspent. As I write, Carrie Lake and Adam Lexalt are having the election, the election stolen from them. Herschel Walker also had the election stolen from him. We'll see what happens in those races. Meanwhile, it's worth, I'm changing the wording as I read it because it's, it's in past tense. So not all of this is as he wrote it. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's worth bearing in mind that where Republican candidates lost, it was not just those who Trump supported. As one uh, report noted, numerous strong House candidates handpicked by Kevin McCarthy lost races that consulting class had expected to win, including Yesley Vega running against vulnerable Democrat Representative Abigail Spanberger in Virginia, no, uh, Rhode Island Republican Alan Fung, Mayora Flores, and Cassie Garcia on the Texas border. It's also worth noting that when it comes to the popular vote, GOP candidates did enjoy something like a red wave in the midterms. As of a couple days ago, GOP candidates had garnered more than 52% of the votes cast compared to just 46% over Democrat candidates. I can't quite agree with Trump that November 8th was a great evening for Republicans, but neither was it a disaster that was gleefully reported. A few weeks ago, the Rubin Report, Megyn Kelly said that Trump, uh, that where Trump were, were to run in 2024, he would crush any opponent, including Ron DeSantis. You really think the hardcore MAGA is going to abandon Trump for DeSantis, Kelly asked? They're not. They like DeSantis, but they don't think it's his turn. Moreover, she said, Trump backers think DeSantis owes his political career to Trump. They would never cross Trump for DeSantis. She's right. Well, a week is a long time in politics, as Harold Wilson once said, and perhaps the midterms changed everything. We'll see. For me, the real issue is not Trump the person, but Trump's agenda. Joe Biden dismissed it as MAGA at the instruction of his focus group, ultra MAGA, as if it were something scary. <laughs> it's all part of his terror campaign against Trump supporters, as was his raid on Mar-a-Lago in August. But think about it. MAGA means make America great again. It's a populist slogan on the ground from nearly 2017 to early 2021. It meant, among other things, tax cuts, a booming stock market, bringing back jobs to America, rising wages and lowering the 
uh, at the lower end of the scale, historically low unemployment, especially minority unemployment, a secure border, energy independence, standing up to China, and peace in the Middle East. It also meant an attack on the administrative state, overregulation, climate change fanaticism, political correctness in the form of ESG, DEI, and CRT, globalist imperatives, and foreign adventurism. I support all of those initiatives. The establishment does not. Two points in conclusion. First, I note that a couple of years back, the Department of Homeland Security set up an explicitly inward-facing domestic censorship bureau focused on policing the populist agenda by labeling as misinformation anything that criticized the globalist consensus. It really got going six months before the 2020 election, citing disinformation as digital threat to election security. DHS pressured social media companies to ban all skepticism about mail-in ballots and early Dropbox voting months before the election day. Then they pressured them to ban all skepticism about ballot counting issues the day of and after election day. The Bureau has been ramping up ever since. Unpacking that censorship initiative is a subject for another column or several, but my point is, is that the newly energized campaign against Donald Trump should be seen at least in part as a product of such propaganda and policing of what the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Agency calls cognitive infrastructure, i.e. popular opinion. How awake are you, I ask you? Second, although I have nothing but good things to say about Ron DeSantis, I do know that his single largest donor is financier Ken Griffin. In a recent interview with Political, Griffin has said that he was ready to back DeSantis in 2024. Why? Many reasons. But one prominent reason Griffin said was that DeSantis wants to blunt the vein of populism that has complicated the party's relationship with the corporate world. Something you should never forget. No, the corporate world. That would be BlackRock, Goldman Sachs, Davos, and the World Economic Forum. Forget about making America great again. That new mantra is making globalism great again. Trump represent, represented a frontal assault on that initiative. He may have helped middle-class Americans, but he cost the regime class billions. They will never forgive him. The result of the midterms and Trump's rhetorical incontinence have emboldened the anti-Trump fraternity now that even some of his erstwhile supporters are fraught, that fraternity will, will conclude that they have the license to destroy him. President Trump, his counter move was spotlighting the establishment. And once again, very effective at doing so. God bless him for doing that. I am with you, Billy Cooper. And, oh, that's comfortably numb, excuse me. That dark blue color I couldn't read. All right, let me keep it moving here. Let me keep it moving here till the end of the show. I got lots to get to. National Review issues a firm, unmistakable no to Trump in 2024. And I'll go from Breitbart News. The National Review, again, just look to the National Review to let you know what the establishment narrative is. If you want to know what they are seeding, look no further than the National Review. In Arizona today, this gentleman decided to speak up and have his voice be heard. More of this, please. Good morning. Once again, the eyes of the world 
are upon Maricopa County for another botched election. Am I here to accuse you of stealing the vote? Heavens no, for that would make me a terrorist, wouldn't it? Let me ask you, if you took your life savings to a bank and the teller put them in a machine and the machine kicked out one out of four of your bills and the teller said, don't worry, we'll put them in box three over here and we'll let you know how many were in there later. We'll send them off to a separate location and someone will be sure to get back to you and tell you how much money you have. Would you be okay with that? No, you would not be okay with that. Now ask yourself the question, which is more valuable, your vote or your money? Now ask a lobbyist that same question. Now ask a campaign manager that question. Now ask Mark Zuckerberg that question, which is more valuable, your money or your vote or your country or this world or the corruption that is taking over every single county in this nation? And then you look into your own soul and you look back at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are the cancer that is tearing this nation apart. Good day. Thank you. Our next speaker. More of that, please. <sighs> It soothes the soul, does it not? <laughs> oh, man. Why did Gen Z turn out to vote for Democrats against their own interests? Because brainwashing in our schools and our colleges is very effective. And these people as a whole might be the dumbest, most brainwashed people on the planet. That's why it's not all of you, not every one of you, but holy fuck. Have we lost a generation? Anyways, meanwhile, <laughs> in Philadelphia, first group of migrants showed up today. Welcome to Philly. Your vote, your, uh, your ballot is right over here. <laughs> I, I guess you just laugh. What, what else are you supposed to freaking do? I don't know. <laughs> hey, dear ninja, what's good? W.S. Uh, Klaus Schwab gives a speech to the G20 on the need to restructure the world. Great. Yes, that's great. Glad to hear it. In his own words. Of course, if you look at all the challenges, we can speak about the multi-crisis. An economic, a political, a social, an ecological, an institutional crisis. Hold on a sec. I can't hear that shit. Speak up, you fucking Nazi. Get the dick out of your mouth and speak up, you fucking German Nazi scumbag. Of course, 
If you look at all the challenges, we can speak about a multi-crisis, an economic, a political, a social, an ecological, an institutional crisis. But actually, what we have to confront is a deep, systemic, and structural restructuring of our world. And this will take some time. And the world will look differently after we have gone through this transition process. Politically, the driving forces for this political transformation, of course, is the transition into a multipolar world, which has a tendency to make our world much more fragmented. And for this reason, events like this one, the G20, and so on, are the very important connectors to avoid a too great segmentation. Ah, oh, shut the fuck up already. Klaus calls for a new world. <clears throat> Klaus Schwab continues to pontificate the virtues of the Great Reset and the usefulness of the crisis as a means to accomplish restructuring. In their own words, once again for you, you know, you don't don't have to take my word for it. They will tell you what they want to do. It's too bad that a stray missile didn't hit the G20, I got to tell you. Attractive female students saw grades drop after switch to online learning during the pandemic. Where's my ladies at? Were my ladies in the house? Some my ladies in the house? Some my ladies in the house? Have you experienced this in your lives where you have worked harder than the more attractive girl next to you in class, but yet somehow she continues to get better grades than you? Where are my ladies at? Can I get some feedback from my ladies out there? Have you ever noticed that before in your life? (laughs) The paper had a jury of 74 people rate the looks of 307 engineering students on a scale of 1 to 10. From there, it looked at the data behind the students' grades prior to and during the pandemic lockdowns. (laughs) And they saw as the most attractive women... Somehow their grades dropped when they were no longer in person in class. I don't know. That's our world, I guess, huh? That's the world that our society has created for women. And then our women has embraced it to a point where the women have decided, uh, well, can't beat them, join them. Ted Cruz had words yesterday. Apple will source U.S.-made chips from Arizona as the supply chain rejiggering accelerates. Interesting. Very, very interesting. As uh, Apple says it is now um, changing its supply chain into an Arizona factory. Does anybody remember why this is happening? Oh, that's right. Because President Trump saw that the threat of Chinese chip monopoly over America is not a good thing and warned our greatest companies about what they're trying to do. 
Thank you, President Trump, for securing uh, American chipmaking and our our uh, technology sectors away from Chinese intellectual property theft. <laughs> Definitely noticed, but did not stop me from working hard. I would just roll my eyes as purposeful. My sister says, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely there. It's tough being attractive. Yeah, I hear you, man. It is tough being a very good-looking guy. I, I don't know that Sean Joe would know that, but I'm, I get it, though. <laughs> it's time to care who the 2024 nominee is. The American Spectator's got some articles out today. Chaos. Republicans control the House barely, and Trump is in and out. I don't know. I'm just reading the headlines here. Gen Z is further left than previous its previous young cohorts. Go figure. Gen Z voting for more radical politicians in the midterms than ever. Hidden silver lining for the GOP from the midterms. Don't let the results leave you totally blue. Yeah, we're not. Not our community. We get it. Um, things that should not be done for love. Think twice before submitting yourself to lunacy. Mm. I'll leave that article alone. Uh, neither Trump nor never Trumpers. All right. Uh, let's see here. Disclose TV. What do you guys got out there today? Berlin state election of 2021, which was plagued by mishaps, was not valid and must be redone. The state constitutional court in Berlin, Germany, has decided massive news coming to us from Germany today. Citizens had to queue for hours in front of polling stations. Many polling stations needed more ballots or drop boxes or ballot boxes, excuse me. Many voters could only vote after the official closing time at 6 p.m. And even though they have paper ballots, no machines, mail-in ballots only on request, a photo ID, a passport or ID card is required. Ballots are hand-counted, and the result is on the election night. Yet, the Berlin election is going to be redone. (laughs) So... There you go. They have found a way, no matter how elections are conducted, to rig it. White hats in the house. God bless you, bro. God bless you, brother. Hope all is well. Thank you for the prayers recently. I have, I appreciate that. Poland's president said it is very likely that a missile blast. Blah. We covered that yesterday. Told you. <laughs> uh, Elon Musk issues an ultimatum on all Twitter employees. If you're not on board, you get a three month severance and don't let the door hit you in the ass. Good stuff over there in Twitter. Genesis crypto lending unit halts withdrawals. Uh, let's see. Video platform Rumble filed a legal challenge today to defend itself against the French government's demand to remove certain content from its platform. Hey, France, go fuck yourself. They're not taking my content down. And if they do, they will just destroy the platform. So screw you, France. Have a nice day. G and Trudeau had a little discussion today. It was kind of interesting. Apparently... All of the information that was given to that was discussed between China and Trudeau was leaked to the press and she was not fucking happy. (laughs) He said, that's not how that's not appropriate. And that's not how conversations are conducted. We agree on what should be released public before. (laughs) He said, we agree on what should be made public before you do that. She chastising Trudeau. And of course, Trudeau just saying, ah, well, you know. Not happy. The body language on both sides of this is freaking hilarious, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, Biden likes the biceps of a Russian at the G20 summit in Bali, calls them nice guns and gives them a nice feel. 
That's nice. That's our president for you. Chuck Schumer ran his mouth. Who gives a fuck? McConnell has been reelected as the Senate GOP leader. I'm not going anywhere. He has a lot of power and he will continue to yield it. As will the establishment. 100 million cancer screenings lost, which means the spending is probably not going to stop unless the House can stop it. We'll see. Uh, 100 million cancer screening tests lost. 1 million cases missed a consequence of the pandemic measures in Europe. Interesting story in The Guardian, uh, highlighted by Disclose today. Project Veritas, less than 5,000 till Veritas hits 1.5 million on Instagram. Wondering why Elon Musk wants to build an extremely hardcore team at Twitter? The state in which the company was run for a decade should answer the question. Project Veritas video shows that. We've played that before here on the channel. And they are registered as a 501c3, needing your help over there at Project Veritas. Liberty Bells, thanks for all you do. Thank you for the cookie, my friend. I appreciate that. CNN has told its celebrity presenters that they need to cut back on-air boozing this New Year's Eve. <laughs> oh. Yes, drunk Kathy Griffin is not fun for anybody. She's one of those drunks that you'd rather just, could you just go away, please? Three million Brazilians protest election fraud in Brazil. Bolsonaro to annul the steel. Look at that. If only that were in America. Oops, you didn't see that. Joe covered that last night, and Joe's been doing a good job of covering those as well. <laughs> you must love your job if you have to shovel through shit to get into Twitter. <laughs> uh, they love the benefits of a pathetic job that was Twitter. Fincham says he's not conceded, and that Supreme Court case, Lady Draza is highlighting it's garbage. It's not going anywhere, girl. Cat Girl had a picture with Seth Keschel. Congrats, Cat Girl. Happy birthday to the hardest working patriot I know, Seth Keschel. Happy birthday today. Thank you for highlighting that, uh, Cat Girl. Ten points to true election integrity. The Federalist has two new articles out. Big Tech is furious. Andrew Tate is exposing the Great Reset. And courts block Biden's loan bailout. But it's already bagged votes and was designed to buy. And yeah. <laughs> all those millennials voting for free college and pay my college. Uh, whoops. Sorry about that. See if they vote for them next time too. <laughs> How naive can you be? Very apparently Democrat billionaire mega donor sees business collapse in a spectacular humi humiliating fashion. That's what the FTX dig from the DC Inquirer, woke Alec Baldwin's reign of terror continues after killing a cinematographer. He's now digging in more, suing others. No one cares about Alec Baldwin. Is there any calls out there yet? MSNBC's Richard Haas attacks Ukraine for being too hot and wanting to use the Polish strike to escalate the war. Yeah, big surprise there. The media is a freaking joke. They just they just want war. The media needs headlines. They want war. 13 Democrats break with Biden in a deal to major blow to president's agenda. We talked about that yesterday with Joe as uh, the national emergency was voted on by uh, in the Senate yesterday to end the national emergency. Um, Mark Milley and General Austin are running their freaking miles. No one cares. Uh, AOC's running her mouth. Somebody, somebody shove something in her mouth, please, so she stops talking. Appreciate it. Biden demands $10 billion more in COVID funds. 
Good luck on that. What time we got? Seven minutes left. Uh, myokite artists in kids under 18 cases up by over a thousand percent in thousand times in Canada. Cognitive Carbon with a new, or Steve Kirsch with a new Substack out talking about the myokite artist uh, outbreak in vaccinated children. A horrific story that is going to continue to be told, unfortunately. Inflation is finally uh, correcting itself as it always does, or pricing, I should say, not inflation, but the pricing index is fixing itself. Stocks sink as the yield curves tumbles. Uh, police frequency. What do we have here? Anything breaking out there? President Trump endorsing Matt Gates just now. At least 11 Los Angeles County uh, Sheriff's Department recruits were injured when their car drove through their something today uh apparently the new thing uh, against cops is to run them over with a vehicle god bless all of our police out there keep an eye out that's the new tactic apparently uh fires plane crashes more fires drug bust human trafficking bust and a mother arrested after abusing a four-year-old with autism nearly drowning her a few days ago more horrific news out there on that front as well illegal Las Vegas brothel housed sex trafficking victims in a small bedroom, says a suspect coming to us from 8 News Now out of Las Vegas. Just an example of the brothel's use of human trafficking for sex trafficking. 29-year-old crypto pioneer found dead after winning in. We found about that already. That's about all that. Garrick Ziegler, you got anything out there today? Uh, Sherman G dresses, dresses down Trudeau. We talked about that. Um... Biden had another list of what uh, he's trying to get done. Uh, Senate votes 62 to 37 to break the filibuster on the legalization of gay marriage. 12 Republicans voted yes. Blunt, Byrd, Capitol, Collins, Loomis, Portman, Romney, Sullivan, Tillis, Ernst, Young, and Murkowski. The usual establishment breaking the, the filibuster on the legalization of gay marriage. Of course, the left is shoving down the throats of American America anything they can get done in the Congress right now. Um, a response from Liberty Council for Affairs, Jonathan Alexander, uh, uh, as a response to the Democrats shoving down the legalization, uh, shoving down the throats of Americans, the legalization of gay marriage. Hi, this is Jonathan Alexander, uh, Liberty Council Action Senior Counsel, leaving the Senate side on what has to be a very sad day for the United States, the United States Senate. Uh, just passed with sufficient votes uh, the motion to proceed onto the same-sex marriage bill. Uh, a number of Republicans have effectively co-signed uh, members of the religious community that have objections to same-sex marriage uh, to a federally recognized standard uh, that contravenes God's word. We were actively fighting against this since mid-July when this came up. Our efforts lasted until moments ago where our most recent meetings uh, were communicating uh, the unconstitutional nature of the Respect for Marriage Act. But unfortunately, many Republicans have sided with the Democrats on this one and now will move this bill forward to where it becomes federal law with a guarantee of Biden to sign it. Uh, this is not obviously the update that we intended to bring, uh, but it is at least where we now know the fight actually is. Uh, for morality, for biblical-based values, uh, for all the things that we hold dear in terms of the traditional family, uh, the target is placed firmly where we know we need to continue to do battle at Liberty Council 
That's been our commitment from the outset and will continue to be. Uh, for this and more updates, go to our website at lcaction.org or lc.org. They've been doing great work, Liberty Council, and um, been on the fight on the front lines on this. And of course, of course, they shoved this through today. Anything else breaking out there? Um, understanding always better than reacting, even though that if you understand something wrong, then you might as well just react because it's the same. That's about all I have to say. All right. Um, thank you all. Thank you all for being here today. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you for the thoughts, loves, and prayers. Thank you for the uh, support. And thanks for just the, the subtle comments here and there. It's it's tough out here, man. It's a tough world, but you guys make it easy to get through every single day with your thoughts, loves, and prayers and being here with me and just your support in general. Liberty Bells, White Hat, Poipusful, Poipusful. In the Fallen, Daisy Chains, Daisy Chains, Sean Joe, Toria, Sean Joe, The Fallen, J Bell, Ricky Bobby, Khaleesi, The Abolitionist, JC Bird, Who Cares News, Karen Hare, and Texas Girl. Special thank you to your Gold Pill support today. It means a lot to me, and boy, do I need it. Thank you very much. 11,245 Gold Pills today is just amazing. Thank you. White Hat, thank you. God bless you. I look forward to your stream later on. When's next for White Hat? I'm looking forward to that. The scratch-off has been released. Please enjoy your evening on the Foxhole.io. Quite frankly, Season Pixels. Go give Season Pixels a shout-out and give him some support for a great read today. Hop over to Season Pixels and tell him the Uncensored family is here to show him. Great job on a sub-stack sub today. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Be back here tomorrow for another edition of Uncensored Dave. Don't forget, tomorrow's Thursday, Red Pill 78, Occam's Razor, noon central with Red Pill 78. Looking forward to that. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. See you guys back here tomorrow. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.